Welcome everyone to today's podcast episode. You're listening to the Home Design Podcast. My name is Adam Case, your host, and we aim to educate, inspire, and connect South Florida with the industry authorities within their trade. Today, we're gonna be covering the topic of luxury home appliances, how to specify the correct appliances for your home, and so much more. All with Mike Robertson of Fuse Specialty Appliances. Mike, thank you for being here. Glad to, Adam. It's amazing. I've known you for a while. Um, you know, obviously, even before Fuse, you've done a lot in the industry. You've been in it for a long time. But before we get into Fuse and you and the industry and appliances and everything else, who's Mike Robertson? Well, <laughs> Probably the question. toughest question of the yeah. day, right? <laughs> yeah. So I, uh, I don't know, family man focused on uh, business and trying to. Uh, do something good in the community. And so what you see Mike Robertson doing is spending time with the family and focusing on a charity place of hope is where I do a lot of work Absolutely. from a charity standpoint. And then uh, working, working with our team here at Fuse Specialty Appliances. Without a doubt. And, you know, so obviously you've, I feel like you've always taken the approach of being an entrepreneur and putting everything that you have into it and really caring about the business. Um, but how did you get your start in the appliance world? So, I guess the first time I uh, actually got into appliances, I was at Best Buy. Uh, I was with Best Buy a long time, and uh, I actually at one point was running the store here in Palm Beach Gardens, Florida, and, okay. and uh, made a big push to try and sell colored appliances like the red LG washer and dryer. Uh, we started selling a lot of them and you know having some fun times. So you're the guy and, behind selling colored appliances oh, yeah. at, at Best Buy? I wouldn't say that. <laughs> I wouldn't say that. But I did put them at the front of the store, and right. that was something new. Uh, so that was kind of cool, but... Uh, you know, I started with a company called Florida Builder Appliances yep. uh, thereafter and um, rose pretty quickly with them and uh, eventually was running that company, uh, company's operations and sales in various aspects. That company was owned by Sears. And yep. while while there, we rebranded to Monarch. And in Sears's bankruptcy, we, uh, you know, a few of us stepped out and decided, you know, you know, we don't really need to do this with a, with a Sears backing or a big company backing. And, and we launched a few specialty appliances and, uh, it's been a great, great ride. And a lot of, uh, a lot of the teams have, whether, whether from the previous place we worked or, uh, or another company have joined us here. And, uh, we've got some great experienced salespeople and installers and, and teams to provide a great experience. So no, definitely. And I feel like you guys really sat back and took a look at what's wrong with not necessarily what's wrong, but how can you improve the process of buying appliances, specifying appliances, and just overall focusing on the experience first? Um, that's what I see as an outsider looking in and what you guys have really perfected and really done a great job and differentiated yourself, you know, from the industry. Um, but, you know, talking about appliances, there's a lot of questions that go into it. Um, and remodeling, you know, home design, home improvement, doesn't matter if you're in the industry or it's your first home or your 10th home, it's intimidating. Oh yeah, yeah it <laughs> is. There's a lot that goes into it. That's for sure. Yeah. So when looking at it, you know, when, when do you start when you're looking, when you're going through the remodeling process, say you're remodeling your kitchen, at what point should you start really looking into the appliances and getting into that process? Nowadays, a lot of people that are even building homes, much less remodeling, they're starting with their appliances because just the lead times that right. have been out there for appliances. So it's not uncommon for us to be talking to the customer about the appliances that they want before they've even broken ground. Uh, but on a remodel, it's not that different, right? So the, 
we the client to really try and get into a showroom talking with uh, with a specialist about what it is that they like, how they cook, whether they're going to use the appliances or whether they're just there to be, you know, nice to look at. Yeah. Um, but uh, get in early so right. that they can figure out what it is that they would want. Because everything downstreams from there. You know, you can build cabinetry wh- however you want to. You can put the certain size duct in, but all of that is based on what appliances you have first. Right. And when going through that, there's a lot that goes into the specifying process because, you know, it's really pairing up the designer or architect or builder with you guys because, you know, there's a lot that goes into for every single type of appliance, appliance brand, whether it's where the electric is or where the plumbing is or gas or whatever that might be. You know, what can you speak to that? Because that is important. Yeah. So once you figure out everything that you need or that you want in your kitchen, uh, our teams will We'll put it all together and, and provide a spec package. And the number one thing that I think a client needs to do is read the spec or make sure that the trade that they're working with is reading the spec to put the power in the right place, to put the water in the right place. And what that's going to do is allow those last uh, that those last days when we're going to install uh, the appliances and the client wants to move in because right. they're probably already <laughs> overdue by a few months and moving in. And, and there's probably a lot of situations where the appliances or certain factors are holding up getting that CO. Yeah, there could be. Yep, absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. So, you know, talking about, you know, specifying it, selecting the right product, because as you mentioned, everybody's not a chef. Some of us want to pretend we are and others are more advanced. So there is an appliance for everyone. But you know, we're talking about the whole specifying, and I think it's really important to point out what could go wrong and what are those like nightmare situations that you may have come across so that way people listening, they know what to avoid. Um, so, you know, challenging situations are a lot of times relay, uh, re- relate to the type of, like the, the specification not being read. Right. right? So they, uh, let's say they, we've have, we have clients that they buy, uh, they buy an insert but then they, they don't have a cabinet there to put the insert into right. or <laughs> vice versa. They, they put a cabinet there and they bought a professional hood that can't go in and, in, you know, can't go in a cabinetry. So some of it's around making sure that the trades are aligned and our teams, they work spe- uh, specifically with cabinet companies and architects and designers. Okay. So, you know, they want to know who the trade is that's working on the project so that they can help keep everybody in, ta- you know, in step, making sure that everybody has everything that they need uh, in order for it to go well. Other situations that can happen is, uh, you know, you don't run uh, electrical lines, right? So you have a client <laughs> that, that uh, th- you know, th- that orders a speed oven, but doesn't realize that a speed oven is not a regular microwave. It's an actual oven that needs two, you know, two twenty power and not just one ten power. So right. It, those are just things that uh, it's all about making sure the T's are crossed, the I's are dotted, and uh, that everything is ready for the product to get there. And your team tells it all because, or does it all. Um, it's important to really recognize. And you know, there's a lot of appliance dealers, there's big box stores, there's a lot of options out there for people to, you know, shop and get essentially what they want. But let's go into what really sets Fuse apart. You know, you guys go through the whole process, but you guys have the experience. Um, You know, you get a a true experience when you walk into your showrooms. But, you know, tell us what's the differentiating factor between Fuse and others, but, you know, getting into Fuse and even big box stores. Yeah, so it's uh, it's interesting because you know I hire we hire a lot of people and we've been growing really fast, right? And that's come with a lot of interviewing. And when we interview people for sales, 
the most common thing we get into is complexity, their ability to learn complex things, because there's a lot to these appliances. So our teams, one of the things that makes our teams really special is their depth of product knowledge. And even the reps from manufacturers, they'll tell us, man, I got to be ready when I come to your teams, <laughs> because they're not asking the easy questions. They're asking the hard questions, right. because the last thing that they want to do is be in the showroom, you asking a question that they don't know the answer to. Um, so you got product specialists at the beginning of it. You've got beautiful showrooms. Each of our showrooms, we have four with a fifth under, under construction in Boca. Um, but beautiful showrooms showing uh, contemporary design, you know, things that you would put into your home, designs that you would put into your home so you can see how it's going to look uh, in a realistic installed setting. Right. Um, those are two, you know. And I Without think a last, doubt. Lastly, I think certified installation. So we... We take a lot of effort to make sure that our installers are well-trained. Uh, we use a combination of, of employees and contractors, and they're all certified um, to make sure that you know the, the vendor's on board. In some cases, you actually get an extended warranty from the manufacturer because we installed it. Oh, wow. That's amazing. And that's something that the average person would never know. Um, but even like, you know, talking about the fact, and you mentioned, you know, yeah, manufacturers reps have to be prepared when they walk into your showrooms. I know that you guys even have some past manufacturers reps even working for you guys that are in-house. So, you know, the depth of knowledge, 100%, I can speak to it. I've been around your team for a long time. I know a lot of your team, but that is truly impressive because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what you're buying, but you want to make sure that you're speaking with the authority. You know, the people that really know the information and not just trying to sell you something, but making sure that the right product ends up in your home for whatever that functionality is and knowing what it will do to change your lifestyle or change your cooking habits today, but also in the future. Yeah, absolutely. And I'll give you another example. In our showrooms, we actually will show the same type of product installed several different ways so right. that as you're going through your design process, you can see this is what's actually going to look like. Uh, this is what it's actually going to take for it to look like this. And what a point to that is if somebody's looking to build a home or remodel their kitchen or whatever it might be, I encourage them to go to any of your showrooms just to get inspiration. You know, I mean, you guys have so many different design styles. I mean, I know that you guys work with you know, surface manufacturers and different people truly, you know, showing what it could look like in a space. So, I mean, that's one thing in particular, I mean, aside from the beautiful appliances, you know, the cabinetry, the surfaces, everything that is full oh. of inspiration. <laughs> I mean, every day we get asked, uh, you know, who, well, who, who built this cabinet? <laughs> right. You know, we have everything made outside of our market, uh, just to, uh, make sure that we're highlighting the appliances themselves. But we also get asked every day about the lighting that we have in the showroom. Right. We don't sell lighting. It's there for decoration. And then, uh, you know, the stone. And we, we've, we've got a great relationship with several of the stone manufacturers. Um, and, uh, you know, you can you can get great inspiration out of showrooms for sure. No, without a doubt. And you mentioned that you have numerous locations. So I want to go into that. Where are you guys located? Yeah, so originally we started with Fort Lauderdale and Naples. So we've got great showroom in uh, Oakland Park in, Fort, in, Fort, in the Fort Lauderdale area and in Naples, downtown of the Design District, um, right off of 3rd and 10th in Naples. And then we launched North Palm Beach about a year later, uh, and that is off of PGA and US-1, just behind Cotton Capers. And then in Miami, we launched uh, just over a year ago 
uh, right off of Dixie Highway, down between kind of Coral Gables and Coconut Grove behind uh, Shell Lumber. Right. Uh, really great locations. We're excited about all of them. Actually. And I know you got something new in the works. Yeah. So Boca, we uh, we we've been dragging our feet getting this <laughs> thing constructed, but we're uh, we're going to get this thing built out right. We uh, we actually start uh, start construction here in the next week and. Uh, we're really excited about that. That location is going to be right off of Clintmore Road in West Rogers Circle, and um, you know it's uh, it's going to be just like the others. You know, a real nice show, great uh, design inspiration with a great team behind it. And I'm sure you guys aren't going to stop there, but that's probably a whole nother conversation. <laughs> yeah, you know, we 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 haven't we, we actually never set out to like say, oh, we're going to go and be you know take over the world. Locations. <laughs> right. you know, we, we were like when we had two, we're like we're good with two but each right. time. You know, there's a need, and uh, and the people in the market, the trades, really kind of make it so we have to go. Right. Um, so they, they 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 basically just tell us that they need us. <laughs> that sounds good. <laughs> so, Someone yeah. else is dictating the path. Right. right. So, so you know, obviously, we know where you are. We know that you guys are truly the authority in the trade. Like you know, the the questions that people can come to and really be able to see everything, but. There's a lot that goes into appliances and there's a variety of different types of appliances. And you mentioned briefly before, you know, just talking about ovens, there's speed ovens, there's steam ovens, there's, you know, there's so much that goes into it. You know, what are you seeing today in the sense of what is most popular? What are people looking for? Because there's also, you know, products out there that people don't even know what it is or, you know, how it could help their cooking. Yeah. So, you know, from a, from an, on the oven standpoint, um, you know, probably the p- products that people are looking for the most are microwave drawers, okay. which uh, are a little different. You know, you used to have the over-the-range microwave. This is a drawer that goes in an island right under the cab- right under the countertop, much more convenient usually. Plus, then you can have a nice decorative hood over the range or the cooktop that you have. Um, and then steam ovens are very popular now. And steam is just a much healthier way of cooking. It uses a combination of steam and convection. Uh, to to provide a better result and if you're you know as more and more of us are into healthy eating yep that steam helps the nutrients stay in the stay in the food versus being dried out and kind of leaving those on the pan behind um, and you eat in the dried out piece that's uh, that's left so yeah that's um, good to know yeah. because people there's there's factors it's not just like how quickly it might cook something or you know the efficiency but the nutrient factor is a key component to that yeah, and I just read a actually I just got sent something about the the US looking at gas cooking because yeah. of some of the health dangers around just u- burning gas in the home. And uh, so induction cooktops have been very popular and I think that we see those only gaining in popularity and you know I I I mentioned that I recently moved and I uh, have an induction a Thermador induction cooktop in my house. I have to tell you, it's amazing. The thing, <laughs> the, thing, the thing boils water so fast. I mean, this thing is, it's just awesome to use induction cooking. And it's great for families as well because, you know, it won't necessarily burn, you know, if a child puts their hand on the cooktop, you know, I mean, it'll be warm, it'll be hot, but. Yeah, no, that's right. That's right. Because it's, uh, it's using magnets and it's actually heating up the pan. So the only reason that the cooktop is hot is because the pan was hot. So right. as you take it off, it instantly starts to cool. I have to ask, do you have the Freedom cooktop where you no. can move it everywhere? Or? No, it's the one that came with the house. It's, it's a great cooktop, but it's not the Freedom cooktop. Yeah, because uh, Mike will tell you about it, Leo. Something particular, like, you know, the just the technology that goes into these products. I mean, specifically the Freedom cooktop basically senses what size pot, where it is. You can move it around. I mean... I don't know if you want to talk about that at all, just as far as an example of what cooktops can be. 
Yeah, it's a cool it's a cool piece that uh, you, you can basically put the put the pan anywhere on the cooktop. It'll sense where that pan is, and you can adjust the power level from there. And you could have multiple pans in different positions. You know, you kind of think about when you're using your cooktop and how you have to adjust the handles and kind of keep things the right way. This eliminates a lot of that. It's simple, and it's a very clean look from a design perspective. Right. You don't have all these lines on the cooktop or, um, you know, a grill from the range or whatever. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's nice. No, and even talking about clean lines and things like that, what induction offers design. Like, it's changed the way that people can also design kitchens where you can actually, you know, there's technology in certain type of surfaces where you can have a surface over that cooking station where you don't even see that the, that there is a cooktop there. Yeah, we haven't actually done much with that product, but I've seen that out there. Yeah. Yeah. So when you're looking at everything and, you know, as far as all these different appliances, you know, we're not just talking about the ranges. We're not just talking about, you know, the refrigerators and all of those are really cool. But there are some fun appliances out there, some different things, Um, you know, in particular, like there are wine dispensers and coffee makers. And, you know, the world of the appliances doesn't just end at the cooktop or the refrigerator. You know, what are we seeing in the market today? Yeah, so some of the uh, kind of fun products that uh, are becoming most popular, things like the Galley Workstation. Exactly. Which, uh, That's is, amazing. Yeah, it's it's a great prep and working sink, and uh, you know it's it's really cool if you haven't checked it out. Uh, and Zip Water, I think I yep. showed you yeah, Zip yeah. Water last Absolutely. time we were in the showroom. And uh, you know it's great if you're a sparkling water drinker, you can have sparkling water on a tap, and uh, you know in addition to to filtered and basically boiling water or hot water out of the tap. So in a, in a, in a nice design as well. So these are high quality finishes, you know, they're not like a little stick faucet that's uh, just giving you your cold water. So, and we'll drop some of the links in the comments below in the description of videos that we actually did focused on the galley and focused on the zip water because, you know, Mike didn't really give, justification to what the galley really is i mean this thing like well it's it can go up to what 72 inches wide you know it has soundproofing so you can't even hear it when you turn on the water you can put boards over it so it's like continued surface i mean it's crazy yeah i know you're right i I, you know (laughs) it's very softly spoken there i'm not really a podcast (laughs) right uh, you gotta come to a showroom and see it but i think it's actually we i think we have a seven foot one on display in the north palm beach showroom and yeah you can you can use all the tools and, and work with the work with work in it but the faucet you mentioned the faucet is that's yeah. one of my favorite things they have because um it kind of redefines how you think about a luxury kitchen in my mind around the faucet because uh you know you have all of this luxury around you and then your faucet makes this sound like right and yeah the galley is silent. Yeah, you it's don't amazing. even know. Yeah, so. <laughs> you just can't forget that you turn it on. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, I mean, this thing is impressive. And, you know, there's there's so many, and, and to Mike's point, you really have to see it and experience it. And that's why it's so important to have one of these impressive showrooms, or in your case, five of them. <laughs> um, but, you know, I have to ask first, I mean, are, are you a cook? not not a great cook but you enjoy it you go into the process okay um if you were to pick one appliance do you have a favorite you know not necessarily brand or anything but like 
Ooh, uh, I mean, I so I like I love ice makers because I oh. like always having ice available. Yeah. So for me, ice. So you're behind the bar. Deal. I I mean, I'm yeah, usually behind it, in front of it, <laughs> wherever of it, it is. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Um, you know, because you know, as far as everything we talked about, products and and innovation and different things and bringing people together because that's essentially what the kitchen does. It brings families together, brings families together. That's, you know, you could have a beautiful home, but everyone always, you see people huddled around the Island. Um, and to that point, you know, other products that we've seen is bringing people outdoors and there's so many different elements and especially going through COVID that was one of the easiest areas to really add livable square footage to your home. So what are you seeing in the outdoor world? Yeah, so we do a lot with outdoor um, and, uh, you know, very popular pieces have been around pizza ovens, actually, as yeah, expansion absolutely. pieces, apart from just the regular grill. But there's, you know, we have uh, wolf wolf grills. So if you have a wolf kitchen inside, you can have a wolf kitchen outside. Um, but uh, pizza ovens are great. We have products from Alfresco and yep. Kalamazoo. Um you can do refrigerators outside, drawers outside, ice makers outside, and really make it an outdoor kitchen, someplace that you can be comfortable. You can actually cook an entire meal in and have a great time and, yeah. you know, enjoy it outside with your family. Yeah. And to your point, like these pizza ovens, you don't have to go to the restaurant anymore. You can have as good or better at home. You can get the coal fire, wood fire pizza ovens, um, or even these you know crazy cooktops like the Evo. Yep, yeah, the Evo is a great, uh, you know, a fun one to to look at. I love that one in the <laughs> island. Um, and you can cook. You can cook. I think you can cook like forty burgers on that. Evo oh my god! Top. Like, I, mean, I don't know if I lot. have forty friends. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll get one more. Yeah, it, right. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the, um, but yeah, no, it's a it's it's cool, and, and there's a lot of great products out there. But you know, when I think about outdoor kitchens. If you've got a luxury indoor kitchen, you should really have a luxury outdoor kitchen. Absolutely. Don't forget about outdoors because, you know, once you have it, you'll spend more time out there. And, you know, there's some key components. Like people say, like, why do I need an ice maker inside and outside? Or why do I need a refrigerator outside as well as inside? Well, the thing is, when you're entertaining and you're cooking and, you know, if you're behind the grill and you're, you don't want to have to go in and out and going back and forth where you can stay put and be a part of the party. That's right. Yeah, I, I, I always think about that when we have parties and I'm, I'm like, I feel like an employee. Right. right? Exactly. Like, <laughs> you don't even get to talk I, to anyone. I want to be, I want to be, you know, part of the party. Yeah. You know? Yeah, exactly. And that's a factor. Like the Evo could actually do that yeah. and, and things like that. But, um, you know, so talking about that and, 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 you know, trends is something that comes up all the time, you know, and really, you know, we're in January, we're looking into 2023 and there's a lot of like innovation always coming to market. Um, what are we seeing or what what trends are you seeing in general for appliances? So more and more people are are hiding the appliances in the cabinetry. Okay. So you're seeing fully integrated product. Uh, this is on the luxury side anyways, right. right? So where the cabinet panels, like you couldn't you can open the doors in some cases in our showrooms, you can't you can't actually tell whether it's a drawer or an appliance, or a door, or an appliance. It right. might be a cabinet, it might be an appliance. And that's how a lot of people are approaching it. So you're seeing refrigerators get covered up with panels. You're seeing dishwashers get covered up with panels. Um, and then, you know, it depends on your, your style, whether you're doing a uh, real clean uh, design, or whether right. you're going for a professional look and doing a Blue Star, or a, or a Wolf range with a big hood over it. Or you're doing, you know, a nice uh, contemporary clean 
induction setup. So. Yeah, because there are those design styles like, you know, super ultra ultra modern. You're not yeah. necessarily going to put a blue star in there. Right. But, you know, but at the same time, some of these products, they're meant to be transitional and could right. be mixed in uh, to different elements. But, you know, also talking about like, you know, one of the hottest things and what people are talking about is, you know, um, sustainability um, and en energy efficiency and things like that. You know, it uh, doesn't matter if, you know, we're talking to a millennial or somebody that, you know, is, uh, you know, 70 plus years old or whatever it might be that's, you know, building out their dream kitchen. So what can you speak to in regards to that? So, you know, from, uh, so on the induction, for example, like that's the most, uh, energy efficient cooking products you can have. Okay. And when you think about using the refrigeration today, you know, the refrigeration uses less than what a hundred watt light bulb used to use. Wow. I mean, it's like <laughs> you're, you're cooling and, and storing your food, you know, um, just think of what electric bills used to be right? <laughs> or what they would be, today. They would be today. Right. I mean, pricing is going up. It's crazy. Exactly. Yeah. And a lot of the issues that we're having from a supply chain standpoint are about meeting uh, department of energy requirements for this year. You know, a lot of the sub zero things that have been going on are model transition because they're trying to hit these new standards, right. To, to hit the sustainability and the energy efficiency targets. Absolutely. And, you know, talking about, you know, we spoke about the efficiency convenience, um, you know, but, you know, talking specifically in the technical technology perspective um, and, you know, having the different menu settings and different programming aspects and, you know, being able to ultimately turn it on from your phone and program things like what does the technology look like when it comes to a lot of these new appliances? Yeah. So I, you know, I always, I'm like a more of a Rolex guy where yeah. like, I like the fact that it tells time, but right, exactly. <laughs> I don't want it to tell my heart rate and be connected to my <laughs> phone and everything. But, uh, you know, we're seeing more and more products that do connect to your system and do connect to your phone, do connect to your network. And there's a few benefits to it from a user benefit standpoint. There are things you can do like preheat the oven, you know, on your way home. Or you can uh, get see the timer cook down. Like, so let's say you're watching the preheat time. Right. Right. It'll let you know. It's, oh, it's ready to go. Um, the, the other side of it, though, is if it's connected to the network, the technician, when there's an issue, can diagnose it remotely. Oh, wow. And a lot of people don't realize how beneficial that is. So, you know, if you have a, a I mean, every product breaks, you have a sub-zero fridge that breaks and it's connected to the network. They can diagnose it and bring the right parts the first time and finish in one stop. Otherwise, when it's not connected, they got to come. They got to connect their computer to it, right. diagnose it, and come back with the parts that they need. No, absolutely. Because, you know, a lot of it is a convenience factor. But I didn't even think about that in the sense of diagnosing an issue. Because, you know, it doesn't matter what you buy. Things can go wrong. Yeah. Um, and that saves people time and everything. I mean, who wants to? I mean... You know, you, you have a technician come over. They're like, oh, I'll be there between eight and one. Right. Yeah, all right. Exactly. I'll right. Just stay home all day. Right. Um, you know, so uh, some other things is, you know, when it comes to transit, we touched on it before between the steam ovens and everything like that. But something that a lot of people are using in their kitchens are air fryers and and, and also um, uh, uh, sous vide. Sous -vide. Yep. You know, these two types of cooking are now implemented into our existing appliances where you don't have to have that extra piece. That's right. You know, I, I even experienced it in one of your showrooms in the Miami one, the SKS, uh, the, the cookie, the kitchen suite there, yep. you know, with the sous vide, but you know, tell us about those two elements because people are used to it being a added 
you know, countertop type of device. Right. Nobody likes to have an extra clutter right, right. in the kitchen. So, um, you know, there's several brands now that have integrated air fryers into their, into their, uh, their ovens, whether they're, or the, whether they're ranges or whether they're single ovens or double ovens, they, right. they've got the air fry button basically that you can, you can use. It's great. And then on the, uh, sous vide, you, there's, there's a few different ways you can do sous vide. So there's uh, a number of brands that have vacuum drawers where you, they'll actually seal the, uh, the product for you, the food for you in the, in the, in the thing. And then you can sous vide it on the cooktop using a thermostat. Okay. But the SKS is really unique where it actually has a sous vide reservoir built into the range. And if you haven't sous vide cooked, I mean, I can't tell you the number of fillets that I have totally wrecked on the grill because like I get distracted in the last three minutes of what it's right. about. Right, seriously, grill. and that's right. all it takes. Right, <laughs> <laughs> and then you know my my fillet is gone. So uh, when you do it with sous vide, like it's almost impossible to mess it up. So I've actually never cooked on a sous vide. No. Um, so when you cook it. And like, if you're not there, will it just keep it at that temperature? It won't keep cooking it. Like, right. what, how does it, how does it actually work? Yeah. So it's kind of cool. So, you know, you, uh, you have, you have a product, uh, like a food that's sealed in a, in a bag of some type, food savored or whatever. And then you, uh, you put it into a water bath effectively that is at the temperature that you want. So like for me, I like my fillets medium rare. So I set the temperature of the water about 129 degrees and I keep it in there. It can be in there for hours, right? So it'd probably take a little less than an hour for it to actually get to temperature, but it can be in there for hours. I mean, I could do it and go for go to the park, whatever. And wh- when I get back, it's it's ready to go. I could just eat it. Now it doesn't look very good. It looks all gray, <laughs> like because it's not charred. It's right, not, exactly. You know, all that stuff. So, you know, all you got to do is cut it open and and throw it on the grill for a minute on each side, and then it's seared and ready to go. Um, you know, but you can do it with potatoes or veggies. I mean, almost, almost anything. Right. You just have to set the temperature to the right temperature. No, that's amazing. And, uh, you know, I've heard amazing things about, you know, sous vide in general, but that's cool that it's actually put into, you know, specifically, you know, the SKS kitchen suite or the signature suite that they have. And for those of you that don't know, SKS is a division of LG. That's right. Um, so, you know, it's a whole family of brands where, you know, if you know technology and LG, I mean, you're buying a, a product that's going to be advanced in the technology space. Um, you know, but we've spoken on a lot of luxury appliances, all these conveniences and advancements and everything that's been made. And, you know, it's not just technology, but like, you know, you brought up the Blue Star. This is a, a stove that you can have any color. Like, it doesn't matter. You know, you can dream it up and they can do it. Right. So, you know, there's so much that goes into it. But what I really want to know is what are what's the true difference if you were to define it luxury versus mass market? You know, what are what are what are the big biggest key elements when it comes to that and what you're going to get from a luxury product? I think that the the number one difference between when we think of luxury products and mass market products is around performance. Right. And, you know, people talk about refrigerators. As an example, why would I spend ten thousand dollars on a refrigerator? That's ridiculous. I can get one for twelve hundred bucks. Right. Um, and you know, a ten, you know, a sub zero fridge, as an example, is about food preservation. It's right. not about refrigeration. It's about food preservation. It's it's managing humidity levels. It's managing temperature, and it's teaching you how to store food because you don't store food the same way in a sub in sub zero. And as a result, you're actually going to have food that lasts longer. You're not going to throw it away. So when you think about that on the refrigeration side and you combine it with on a range side, you talk about Blue Star. That's professional cooking. So these are, you know, 30,000 BTU 
cooked up, right. you know, ranges. So um, really high temperature cooking that uh, you can do on a, on a, on a blue star. So, and that's, that's really when I think about the difference between luxury and mass, it's about performance. Right. And also what luxury will do. I mean, there's other key components where, you know, we're always talking about you own a home, you're putting money into your home, the, the value of the home as well. Yeah, absolutely. If you have if you have sub zero in the listing, you're more likely to sell it at a higher rate. And there's there's plenty of articles that have done studies on that to prove it. The other thing that I think is is interesting around luxury is the flexibility. Okay. So you know when you think about a refrigerator, we can do uh, those integrated column refrigerators in 24 inch, 30 inch, 36 inch sizes. You can pair those with freezers that are 18 inches, 24 inches, 30 inches, 36 inches. So you can really have a lot of flexibility with what you're doing. When you look at under counter uh, refrigerators, you've got 30 inch, 24 inch, 36 inch options. So it's really a matter of what are you trying to do? How important is it for, you know, what, what, how, how much do you need? And you have a lot of flexibility. And on the mass side, you really don't have that. Right. Everything's 30 inch. Everything's every fridge is 36. Every dishwasher is 24. You know, right. There's no option. No, you can really marry up, you know, basically aesthetics and performance and everything there. Um, but we can't forget about wine fridges. You can even pair that up with regular refrigeration and freezers. So, yep. you know, make it all uniform. Yep, absolutely. And, you know, we uh, we have undercounter uh, wine wine storage systems. We got uh, tall wine as well. And, you know, it doesn't matter how big your uh, collection is. We can find a solution for you. <laughs> I got one, uh, one client that's uh, out in the Polo Club in Wellington, and he has three of these wine uh, units next to each other, these custom panels on them. And it is it is gorgeous. It's a real statement piece in his living room. That's amazing. I'd love I don't know if you can get it, but if you can share pictures of that, I mean, it sounds incredible. Um, but when looking at all of these different appliances and I mean, we just I mean, we're always surprised with what's new and what's next and the latest and greatest. But do you see any indicators of what the the next five to 10 years look like? I mean, refrigeration, for the most part, it's refrigeration, same thing with cooking. But we've already gotten, I mean, we have perfected, you know, the cooktops and everything and just everything keeps continuously evolving. And whether that's the aesthetic part or the technology part, but where do you think there's room to grow or really evolve? You know, I think there's going to be a lot of evolution around the gas versus induction. Okay. I think you're going to see a lot of push into induction. Uh, you, you've already seen states in the country that have banned gas, you know, new oh, gas. Oh, wow. I didn't realize that. Yeah. Um, so I think there's going to be a lot of evolution there. And then I think it's, you know, the technology is a little bit uh, yet to mature on some of the air fry and that, how that's right. going to come in and sous vide and how that's going to come in totally. Uh, and then it's just about kind of getting better, more consistent performance. And to be honest with you, some of this is about catching up on the supply chain. I mean, the backlog right. of, of orders is pretty, uh, pretty extravagant. So. No, without a doubt. Yeah, because I mean, obviously, the, there's a huge focus there. Um, you know, you guys, fortunately, you positioned yourselves pretty well and navigated the waters of what COVID brought us. Um, you know, you want to talk at all about the challenges you guys saw and what the industry challenges were? Sure. You know, the uh, w w starting when we did was interesting. And I, I kind of say that it was a, a blessing because we were already scrambling and we were blessed to bring uh, great people on board that uh, that knew the product real well and, and could connect well with our clients. And as a result, we saw sales increase really fast, which is great, except you know, as COVID hit and the supply chain kind of deteriorated around the appliance uh, uh, appliances, 
we ran into a major issue around warehousing. Right. I mean, we used to be able to bring in product and ship <laughs> Move it. it out. <laughs> it, would, it, would, it would come in and leave. It was amazing. Uh, so, you know, in, in the last couple of years, we've had to invest in about 100,000 square foot in uh, warehouse space. Oh, wow. So we, we have a ton of inventory available and a ton of inventory on hand. And that doesn't mean that not, we're not waiting for a lot because right. we're, we're waiting on a ton too. But um, but we've got a world-class operation in Deerfield Beach and in Fort Myers uh, to really get the, you know, hold the inventory for as long as we're required to right. and then be able to ship it out with our certified installers. And um, uh, we were able to do it without damaging the product to the, you know, the best that we can. So uh, it's a, it's a, really good setup that we've been able to build but the supply chain is 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 a mess i mean right. there's in a lot of cases we don't we we have no idea uh when the product's coming like somebody's like oh no no you know yeah <laughs> I, got, I was actually talking to one of our salespeople this morning I, I left a meeting to to come here and i had told that salesperson last week how he should respecify a dishwasher because his customer was 170th in line oh, to wow. receive a dishwasher with us right that means we have 169 customers in front of them that we're waiting on. We haven't gotten one of those dishwashers in right. like six months. Well, that's a key component. You know, when somebody said, it's not, like you said, it's not just the sale and it's knowing what's available in the market, what's coming in. And that's having these relationships with the manufacturers as well, because they might say, well, that's not coming anytime soon. And part of, you know, building a business and having a great business is customer satisfaction. And, and people appreciate that. Say, listen, like we can get that for you. We don't know when it's going to be here, but here are some other options that you might want to look at. Well, an interesting thing is in the short time that we've been here, we've actually grown to become uh, one of the largest independent appliance dealers in the Southeast U.S. Um, you know, so Hold on. I got to give you this. <laughs> <laughs> you deserve that. Oh, yeah, so, <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. So what that does for us, though, is we we, we do get preferred treatment from the brands. Right. Uh, they, you know, when they have an extra one, they call us and say, hey, do you do you want this? Do you need this? Right. And they all joke because I always say yes. Yes. <laughs> right. Yeah, Go up the because we know we have somebody that needs it. You know, right. last week I brought in um, over 50 built-in refrigerators just just to have right. because people are going to need them. Right. Absolutely. No, it's better to be prepared. And, you know, at the end of the day, there's a lot of construction out there. People, they don't stop remodeling, um, you know, but when it comes to, you know, you work with a lot of designers, architects, builders, you know, speaking to the homeowner, to somebody that might be shopping for themselves, is there a specific question that they should know to ask a appliance dealer uh, going into a showroom? Because at the end of the day, they want to make sure that they're comfortable with whoever they're working with. Would you say there's anything that the homeowner should know to ask? So, um, you know, I think that uh, th there's a couple of things that I would really pay attention to. And, um, you know, one of them is, you know, are you certified to install? Right. You know, more than half of service calls are related to poor installation. Okay. So, um, you know, are you a certified installer? If you're not a certified installer, you know, that's, that should be, that should kind of be a deal breaker to be right. honest. And then, um, another, uh, what was the other one? What was the question? It was, uh, Oh, just what questions that they yeah, should the, know to ask. Yeah. So, and that is, so what, you know, how, when do they buy the product and right. how do they store the product? And is there any opportunity for, for that client to even pay for storage? And what does that look like? Right. Uh, in today's environment, these are questions that you wouldn't have necessarily asked before. Right. But, um, if, if you have the opportunity, if they have the ability to store the product, even if it's at a nominal fee, knowing that it's there 
is really important. Right. I can't tell you how many customers call us and they say, hey, I bought this uh, six months ago or a year ago, and they just told me it was pushed out another year. And, you know, what that tells us is maybe it wasn't ordered initially. Right. Exactly. And, th- and there's a lot of, there's a lot of things that happen in the industry. And that's a scary thing because when you're building a custom kitchen, then all of a sudden that day comes where you are ready for appliances and it's like, oh, six more months or whatever that might, I mean, that's heartbreaking for well, <laughs> for somebody. Yeah. We think of it as, you know, when we're making that sale, it's a promise, right? right. So we're, we got promise makers and promise keepers. Right. And uh, if, if you know, so it's easy to make them, that's right. <laughs> that's right. It's easy to make them. So we got to do everything we can to keep the promise. Right. That customer gave us a deposit or was planning, even if they didn't give us a deposit, they're planning on that happening. And we're in, you know, we're buying to fulfill their order. It's not like we're sitting back with 500 of these right. in, in the back room, you know, and we're selling you one of them. And there's a lot you of know. custom type of appliances out there. Like, yeah. you know, if we're talking about colors or specs or whatever it is, when you're getting into luxury, there are some very specified products out there that is 100% custom. Like they, the manufacturer doesn't even stock it. It's just like, you know, built, built to fit whatever that spec is. Well, and if you if you uh, have ever built a house, you know that mistakes happen, yeah, right? Sometimes absolutely. sometimes the homeowner makes mistakes, sometimes the designer makes mistakes, sometimes we make a mistake. Right. Mistakes when they happen, they're a lot harder to solve right now. Right. Uh, so you want to make sure that you're a lot more focused around uh, tying off those and, and that you're not going to make mistakes because when they, you know if you got to wait 6 months for a product and you made a mistake, yeah. you got to wait another 6 months. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> Not happy. But I mean, yeah. the thing is, like, the reality is, we're all human. Mistakes happen, yeah. you know, but it's a matter of what you do to resolve the that's mistake. Right. You know, that's the biggest thing, you know, because at the end of the day, everyone makes them. It's a matter of what you do to follow up on it. Yeah. And, you know, at Fuse, we uh, we actually just uh, have recently uh, announced internally how we're adding significant resources all to kind of reinforce the, that we call it a project. We're recruiting a project success team. Okay. So it's basically an independent group that their job is to get to know the customer situations and, and really help to keep that promise. Right. right. We want to keep the promise. And we're also adding uh, service coordinators, even though we don't provide service directly, so that we can help customers through the service process and help follow up on what's going on. Uh, really, our goal is to keep that promise. Right. And, uh, you know, we've, we've done a great job making promises. Fortunately, we also have done a great job keeping promises. And if you look at our, our reviews, they're, they're, they're all, you know, 4.5, 4.9, 4.7, 4.8, um, really top reviews. And when we do get, when we do make mistakes, as we do, we uh, own up and we'll do whatever we can to solve it. Yeah. And that's the thing. I mean, because reviews are real like that, you know, those are real people that, you know, they also, they took the time to make that review, but they had the experience with you. And at the end of the day, you know, that is something that people should look into as far as, you know, looking at what a company has for reviews and what situations have happened or how great something or whatever it might be. But, um, you know, that's a thing. I mean, it's intimidating, it's overwhelming, you know, but having and in a company, seeing a company that's making the internal investment to make sure that the client satisfaction is there, you know, that's impressive in itself. And clients like, you know, company every now and then picking up the phone, checking on it, giving an update without having to hunt someone down. But to your point, when a service call is important, you know, having quick access and not having to dig for a number or, you know, whatever it might be, that that is a difference maker. Absolutely. So, um, you know, we talked about a lot here. You know, we've gone through a lot. Is there anything that you want to touch on that we haven't really spoken on today? Um, 
You know, I think that, uh, the, 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 I think we've done a good job covering a lot. We talked yeah. about a lot. So, <laughs> yeah. um, you know, uh, I think we've, we've got great teams here. We're blessed to live in a, in a great state and in a great, in great community. And, uh, you know, one of the things I guess that I, I, we didn't really touch on is just how we, uh, how we focus on giving back too. So we absolutely, you know, and, and that is an important component. And for you, I'd love to go into that. Yeah. So we're, uh, you know, personally, I've, I've been a big supporter of Place of Hope, which is uh, based in uh, Palm Beach County and, and uh, it provides foster care and adoption assistance services to the community. And, and uh, we've been able to be a part of some cool projects. And there was one recent one that actually was, uh, was, um, began by uh, RWB, Robert Raj, RWB Construction, which we don't actually have a relationship. We don't, <clears throat> he, he buys from somebody else. Oh, uh, man. So, <laughs> but, uh, he, you know, he, yeah, but we're connected. Robert, to place if you're of listening. <laughs> so we're both connected to Place of Hope. Yeah. And he, uh, he decided that he was going to build, uh, rebuild some, and basically tear down somebody's home, a foster mom's home, and wow. put up a new one all at, at their expense. And we stepped in and just said, hey, you don't have to ask. We're, we want to come in and, and take care of the appliances. And they recently finished that home in four months. Wow. Um, which was. So it is possible. <laughs> right. Don't tell anybody. I know. Seriously. Because <laughs> if you go to them, they're like, oh, that's a year and a half down the road. <laughs> but, but what a blessing, you know, somebody like Robert is in the community yeah. and, and uh, to, to be able to be here. And, you know, that's that's one of the things that we want to be is just a part of the community and the fabric of the community, giving back and, and supporting uh, the people around us. So. No, that's, that's amazing. And it's really special for us to be able to work with people like yourself. And, you know, for us, you know, we produce the home shows and, you know, everyone listening, you can find Mike and his team, you know, Fuse is a regular um, at our shows. You can speak to them, engage with them, ask your questions, um, you know, because ultimately we are a reflection on the community and, and who the, the businesses that are here and the people that you need to connect with. And, you know, that's what we're most passionate about and fortunate to be able to work with, you know, people like yourself and your team. I mean, it's, it's amazing and it's inspiring every day. We're so, glad to be a part of it as well. Yeah, no, definitely. And and we're just at the start. You know, there's so much. And for everyone listening, you know, I can't thank you enough for for tuning in. Mike, thank you for being here. I know, you know, having you here in person, talking about the appliance world, your business, uh, you know, everything that goes into it. But um, you inspire us. But for everybody who's not familiar, you know, check out our website at homeshows.net. Mike, to contact your team, what's the best way? So you can call any of our any of our showrooms, uh, or you can email us at info at fuseappliances.com. Check check out our website website at www.fusespecialtyappliances.com. Um, but uh, you know, give us a ring. We'd love to be a part of your project. And social media, follow them, see That's their right. projects at Fuse Appliances. Yep. Um, but you know, for everyone, you know, make sure you come and visit us at our next home design and remodeling show. We pr produce them in Miami, Fort Lauderdale, as well as Palm beach. And we really focus on creating and establishing the largest marketplace here in Florida for the home industry, as well as for homeowners. So until next time, make sure you follow us at FL home shows, subscribe to our channel to get all of the latest in home design and home improvement. But until next time, stay tuned for the next episode.